This is the final score, episode 121 for Friday, uh, June 14th, 2013. Everybody, welcome back to the final score. This is the final score, of the podcast, video game thing stuff for the rest of us. Blah blah blah. It's E three week, everyone. I'm a little <laughs> under the weather. Did, did that happen this week? I'm a little out of it. Yeah, there was. It was E three. Uh, I felt like it was a month ago because I feel like that's all I've talked about. Like it was big news on the morning show. I was invited on two different podcasts. One with Nicole and you, but Brian got busy. He was stuck at work or something. Work. We missed you. Um, but we did, we did. We were part of the Sony coverage for Twit's uh, live coverage that night. It was a total blast. But I'm. I feel like I've. And oh, and I was on the Gamers End with uh, with folks, and that was fantastic. What does What does E3 stand for? Is, is it <laughs> Electronic e- Entertainment Expo? Eater Eater E3? No. Okay. Yeah. Three Three E's. Entertainment Entertainment Electronic Entertainment Expo, and it's kind of a dumb name, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, we, uh, it was really fun to talk to them on the gamers in about it and to be on Twitter and talk about it and then talk about it on the morning show. But by the time TFS rolls around, I feel like we've done this. I feel mm-hmm. like I've had this conversation even this morning with, with Dills on the freaking instance. Half, Dills on wheels. Half that Dills thing wheels. was like, ah, E3 this and consoles that and you know, all that stuff. So, and Terps well, are still in, in LA, I think, but anyway. Yeah, it's all in the news. I, I mean, I'm. Probably, if they're listening to us, they're probably like, oh, don't talk about E3 anymore. Yeah, it's a, it, it is It is Friday after E3, so, I mean, it's been it's been in the media a lot. Well, everyone yeah. flew home today or is flying home uh, from the event, so it's essentially over. And we know everything we need to know, and it is what it is. And I know that we'll have stuff to talk about, um, absolutely. But we've been playing games. We're not just sitting mm-hmm. around. Oh, by the way, that's Nicole and that's Brian. Didn't introduce Hi. you guys yet. A little bit Hi. A little off my whack today, but let's see how much further off it I can get. Off my whack. <laughs> when we talk that's about a, that's a good way to hit yourself in the oh anyway. Oh, off the whack. I see what you're saying right there. Hey, what are you playing? <laughs> All right, let's talk about the games we're playing, not the ones we will play this fall. Be honest, there's only about three I really got excited about. If you want the truth of it, the order looks good. The order looks really good. The order looks good. Uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs looks amazing. I've been following Watch that Dogger. for a while. Real excited. We saw that last year. This year looks just it? looking great. Oh my god! Destiny. Destiny or, looks great. Yeah, that's the new uh, yeah, Bungie that's, that's business. One the, right, one with Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, Beyonce's <laughs> in it. Child. Yeah, it's Destiny colon Child is the name of the game. Can't can't wait. Uh, there's so many. There's others I can't think of right now. I, I can't. I don't know why I can't think of it. That one where I want some of the indie stuff they showed looked amazing. Like the and I know there's they've been like a version of this on the PC for a while, but I've never even heard of it until E3. But that that octopus pretending to be a dad, a human oh, dad, yeah. Yeah. that looks like oh, a riot. Uh, the paper thing from Media Molecule on the Vita looks great. Uh, Xbox One's got that Titanfall business that looks amazing. Uh, it's just some great the looking of stuff. Bastion, yeah, and the new game. What's that called? Frequency, right? No, uh, uh, kind of uh, oh, chat room. This transistor. is transistor. Transistor. That's it. Thank you. Transistor. Whatever. Well, some electronic. Radio thing. Shack. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
that all looks good. We'll talk about what we think about the whole hula hula about the the gauntlets being thrown down between Sony and Microsoft and all that here in a minute. And I was even impressed and kind of blown away by a couple of Nintendo titles that I will probably have to end up getting a Wii U to play. Um, that that some of that stuff looked real good to me. So it's what I predicted, by the way. It's it takes about six, eight, twelve months before. Nintendo's new console has a game on it I want to I want to get. This happens every generation. Um mostly. N64 gave me Mario 64 right out of the gate and I was down with that. That was great, but right. since get my cartridges. Since then launch titles can kind of kind of lousy for Nintendo platforms. Uh the 3DS, the best game on the 3DS, Nintendo 3D Land was not a launch title. It freaking should have been. What did I say? Nintendo 3D Land? Mario 3D Land. What did I say? I don't know what I, I said. Don't, uh, something, something land. In. See, that's the thing with, with Nintendo. It's always Mario slash... It's always primary character slash country, world, something, something, space, <laughs> stars, and then and then that's how they do it. That's how they name all their games. Yeah, this is how they do it. Meep, 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 meep. All right, so let's, do it. let's talk about what we've been playing. Speaking of Nintendo, I bought and cracked open and have been playing like a crack addict. Uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf. Mm, I uh, oh yeah, I I, yeah. I bust, busted open Animal Crackers, and uh, <laughs> unfortunately, my giraffe was broken. Oh, uh, I always bite oh. their heads off. You go feeder heads. What's what's your what's your poison there, Brian? Well, uh, it, it used to be you could tell what was what. Now they're just like blobs, and I don't know what I'm eating first. Ah, uh, gotcha. They they still make. The, the ones that you can actually tell them apart. You, you bought Quality the cheap ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Nicole's right. There is a class of cracker. Those are, you got ghetto, right. ghetto animal crackers. I got crackers. Get man, manimal crackers. Right. <laughs> manimal <laughs> crackers. Yeah. Glenn Larson's 1978 what hit, Manimal Crackers. Um, anyway, Animal Crossing New Leaf is is uh, what you expect it to be. It's, it's more Animal Crossing and it's real good. Uh, I like it. I mean, I, I there are times I'll play it and go, you're an eight-year-old girl yeah. <laughs> to myself. <laughs> because it's these cutesy little characters and they're doing the stuff. But there's also like, there's there's lots of retro Nintendo stuff. I keep winning. I keep getting these raffle tickets and I've won so far a green Mario pipe where the, uh, what do you call those plants? Whatever, the, the pipe plants that come out in the Mario games. Just... <laughs> Venus, Venus flytraps. Fly Those things. They just keep constantly coming out and smacking their teeth and going back in and coming out and smacking their teeth. It's purely decorative. It just sits in my house, but I love it. So there's a lot of weird things like that. Lots of random stuff. Catching fish, catching bugs, digging up fossils, getting to know the townspeople, Pulling building bees. your house, paying Tom you know Nook. What you call him visiting grandma? <laughs> digging up fossils? Pay, nice. Paying Tom Nook way too much money for my house and its expansions. Uh, his son or his brother, I guess it is, is now uh, running the shop and walking in there on a Tuesday and going, damn it, you don't have shovels. I need a shovel. (laughs) He'll say to me, and I'll have to come back the next day and get a shovel or whatever. Picking my fruit. Uh, Now they have this island where you can go and do mini games and earn other kinds of currency. You can wear a wetsuit and get buried treasure in the ocean. Uh the fish are still worth the most money, so I'm constantly selling fish. That's my big, that's my bank. Um, checking it all the time. Tomorrow there's a bug off, so I'm going to come to that. There's a big bug competition I'm going to enter. There is a bug off. Well, now, remember, is this, op- <laughs> is this open to anyone? It is if you join someone else's DS, which you can do if you have friends and you want to pop in there, but it's open to anybody in your town, of course. And here's the thing 
the game still has that that very attractive. I can't tell you why it's so interesting, but it has that great real time aspect to it. So nighttime is nighttime, mm-hmm. daytime is daytime. The clock on your on your 3ds in this case, and in the past the DS and the Wii and the GameCube versions all did this too. Even the Japanese N64 version. If it was night, it was night. And if the stores were closed, too bad. You can't go sell anything, can't buy anything till the next day. If the stores aren't open yet in the morning, then you're screwed and you got to wait. There, it is a charming piece of the of the puzzle. There's always something to do in those times where you can't get to stores and, and things. So it's not like you just sitting around doing nothing. But there is a kind of urgency to it. So this bug thing is going to happen with or without me, man. So I'm either there or I'm not. Holiday stuff, you got to be there. Uh... There's questy things. You bump into a stupid rat-looking creature, and it'll say, Hey, why don't you bring me this certain kind of fish? Hey, so are you a tur- clothing Ninja Turtle? Yeah, yeah so yeah. I'll go get him a fish it, and bring it back. It's great. It's it's like Tamagotchi on steroids. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It is totally... I was telling you, um, when the, uh, the first time I played Animal Crossing was for the on the X-Cube, or the GameCube. The X-Cube. <laughs> the X-Cube. <laughs> That's awesome. Excuse. I I knew I would miss certain things when I because I was traveling a lot with my work, so I would just take it with me and I plug it into the hotel. I love this story. Carting around a GameCube when you were traveling. That's fantastic. It's small. It was one of the first portable ones. I mean, it was even handle. It had a handle exactly. But say, yeah, it was meant to be portable, except for those stupid little CDs, which just. Always got scratched up. Well, that's because you weren't mishandling them, dude. You got to take care of your little CDs. Whatever. It's not that hard. They're weird. They're little, like, they were weird. <laughs> yeah, they were weird. Tiny little. They reminded me of like, remember CD singles you could get at the record store? And they were like that. Ooh. Oh, I love those things. CD what are you talking about? You guys are, yeah, you don't remember those? Yeah. yeah. I totally, t- totally remember those. those right. Were, and you, those were a big deal. You, could, you couldn't put them in the slide kind. You only could put the kind yeah. in the tray because if you put Drop. it in the slide kind. It would never come back. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with nature, dude. I'm telling you. No. Uh, so anyway, it's great. I love it. I'm playing with other people. I'm playing by myself. Um, <laughs> my, I'm fighting with my daughter for access to the cartridge. She keeps stealing it and putting it in hers. My other daughter was so irritated with that whole prospect that she went out with her own money and bought her own copy of the game and is in now playing that on Nick's 3DS. So the whole household is a bit obsessed with it. Kim thinks we're all crazy. Um. It's good, and it's. Uh, I'm going to keep at it, and I love it, and I'm going to collect every damn thing. I'm going to have every fish. I'm going to have every every possible <laughs> bug. I'm going to fill that museum out. I'm going to do it all. And here's the thing. I just want to warn people one thing. If you played it before, like I have, and I've played three, this is the third iteration I've played, you know what you're getting into. This is what it is. It's more Animal Crossing. It's better. It's more stuff. It looks better on the 3DS. There's a bunch of other things going on. But you know what? At the core, it's still that game. So if you're not wanting to do that again, maybe hold off. But if you miss that, like I did, this is like Christmas early. It's great. And it's one of my favorite weird I prefer Nintendo late. things. You like Christmas late? When do you like it? Around February or so? Around, like yeah, around, around March maybe. March is good. Yeah, March isn't bad. You can get a real yeah. deal on lights and stuff. Right. And wrapping paper and the whatnot. Um, I played more Marvel Heroes. I meant last week to talk a ton about that, but we had to miss a, miss a show. That went live um, sometime before that. And I actually went in there and bought one for the sake of the show so we could talk about what that is. Uh, what when I buy? say bought one, I mean a character. So I bought... 
Uh, I had a big argument with myself. I like ranged characters. It's always been my way, right? Magic and did, did you do that at the bus stop? Because that's the best place to have arguments with yourself. <laughs> I just got so it was between. It was between. That's my job. I say dumb things that haunt me later. It's what I do. <laughs> I was. It was between the Punisher and uh, what's his name, Cyclops, for me. Punisher. That, they were both Absolutely. ten bucks. They were both ten bucks, and I thought, oh, range, both are ranged. With some interesting abilities, they seem kind of my speed, and then I would fight with myself, and then on Twitter, I kind of laid it out and said, who says what? Overwhelmingly, the internet said what you said, Brian. Go Punisher. Right. And I decided I like the Punisher better anyway. I like heroes with no actual powers sometimes. It's just fun to right. be a dude with a gun, right? So I went Punisher, and I'm glad I did. I really, really like the Punisher character quite a bit. <laughs> uh, that game's really well done. It is a very, very good hero-based Diablo game. Um, right. It's very good. The loot, the loot stuff is awesome. It's very regular and constant. You always feel like you're getting new stuff, better upgrades. Uh, the way the the group content works is really well done. I think the story's cool. Um, what's, the, what's the most obscure character you've run across so far that you just had to go? Well, I don't even know that character. Um, actually, none of them. I've, everything I've seen, I, I know from the comics. Really? Here's the here's here's the opposite problem, though, Brian. This is a serious issue. You walk, and this is my only complaint really about the game thus far. Kind of takes you out of it. You walk into a, a crowded place because remember, this is a game where you know hundreds of you can be all in the same area doing stuff. Right. Um, right. If you want, there's and there's also like public bosses. Think of it as like a rift and rift where. Mm-hmm. This big thing comes out of the sky. Now everyone's joining together to to take it down, uh, or those things in um, what are they called in uh, Defiance? Whatever they are, the alien turds that land. Whatever it is. Anyway, dudes. Point is, uh, you can all group up to kill a really hard to kill boss like Venom, and Venom's sliding all over the town and killing people left and right, and you're trying to all take him down with all your powers combined. And it's great. It's real fun. I like it. It reminds me of WoW raids and things like that. It's good. Problem is, there are 15 things, about 25 Hawkeyes, about right, right. 12 of those, uh, the, the Magic Witch Chick, whatever her name, I always forget her name, something witch, <laughs> the Scarlet Witch, that's it. The Scarlet Witch. Yeah, the Magic Witch, you know. Dr. Strangelove? Yeah, I've seen him. Am I close? Uh, no, is it Strangelove I saw? Yeah. Maybe he's not in the game yet. I can't remember. Too many Iron Men to count. Like, it's just, Did- you, you can tell which ones are the free characters. Because they're everywhere, right? Right. So there's. Have, ha- you, have you seen Have you seen Reed Richards' wife? No, no, I haven't actually. I've seen Reed Richards. Right. I think. I think. Right. Well, you know, she's the Invisible Woman, so you're not likely to see her. Oh, I get what you're. I see what you're going for. There. Right. That's just my uh, my what's her name? <laughs> my porn collection for what's her name? What's her name? Who, pl- who played her in the movie? Can't think of her name. Uh, Jessica Jessica Alba. Yeah, but who's never actually done porn? But anyway, point is right. Except for that Into the Deep Blue or whatever it was when she, she's all swimming in the water and mm-hmm. she's got her oh. butt all up in the... Remember that Dude, one? Dude, yeah. And what's his name? Touched it. Right. Uh, That's like porn. Yeah, he touched her bum. But anyway, <laughs> they, so then this movie... Or in this movie, in this game, it's just like 50 things all fighting. And then, like, you know, half a dozen hulks come wandering in. And they're identical in every way. You can buy different outfits and do stuff like that. But for them, you know, people, people are using like the basic skins. By the way, the Hulk is really awesome in the game. He's really badass. But again, it's not... The individuality of character building is lost when you are when you all look the same. The happy thing I'm here to report is, at the very least, there are very few, and in fact, I've yet to see another Punisher when I'm fighting. Interesting, I, I'm the especially only after you Punisher. got 
Right. Right. Especially after you got such a feedback of everybody saying the Punisher, you would think if you're going to buy. Yeah. And I feel like so Frank's th- just laughing that- at everybody going, hey, right. <laughs> you guys are so, all the same. <laughs> so did you see a lot of Cyclops? Uh, yeah, lots of Cyclops. Less, so less, people- over, less more than, than others. Like the free ones are the most. You see tons of free guys. Lots right, of purple, right. uh, purple Hawkeyes just everywhere. What is um, up with that? All of a sudden, he's popular. What happened there? I don't get it. Well, he's well, he's the free character, and he's right. range. He's the one free range character. Ah, uh, good point. Good so point. That's free range, free range. He's he's yeah. not kept cooped up with the other Hawkeyes. He can <laughs> right. roam freely and graze, roam around. Yeah, it's a <laughs> he could eat right. grass like like uh, Hawkeyes are supposed to do. In right, it's a humane right. way to raise your Hawkeyes. Exactly. <laughs> so, does it cost more for cooler characters like Iron Man? Yes, that's the stupid bit. So that's the other complaint mm-hmm. I wanted to make. So ten bucks for Punisher, it's like nineteen for Iron Man. Now what? I know, and you something like that. I want to say nineteen, maybe even fifteen. But the, uh, but there are these weird points. So you pay, you pay. It's like Microsoft points. You pay for points and then you use them. Uh, which, by the way, Xbox One, no more points. That's one nice thing. Anyway, no more space points to complain about. But they, uh, you don't, you see Iron Man pretty frequently because I think he is popular, and they know this. But it's it pisses me off because Iron Man up until 2008 was kind of a B tier. Nobody would give two rats a's. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like premier character on Marvel's roster. It would have been Spider Man or somebody else. Now, you know they they know that they can charge more for this hot property in Robert Downey Jr. business. And now you you know now you got a character people are willing to spend nineteen dollars on on a on a whim. And so, right. um, so that's what's happening with that. And it's that all that stuff's a little irritating. And I don't love their their pay model. You pretty much you can play the whole game without ever spending a dime, because um, really the only things to spend money on are new characters you don't have, uh, extra storage in your storage locker back at the uh, Avenger Towers place. <laughs> Or, you have to bump somebody else. How do you get extra storage lockers? Or outfits and stuff. I don't know how that works. It's this virtual right. hub that everyone suddenly has tons of room in. It's it's like yeah. Animal Crossing in that way. Right. It's um. Like it's good though. I think it's really well done, and it's it's pretty, and it's explosive, and loud, and fun, and um, feels good, and it's just a good. It's a good action RPG. There's no question about it. But in a free to play world, I think they've handled some of those things a little bit weird, and they haven't really addressed this issue. Like City of Heroes or even DCUO, all right. So when, when mm-hmm. Nicole was playing that pretty hardcore, the beauty of that was you had you had your Batman, your Superman, right? right, right. You know, you had the big the big you marquee. You never played, but you didn't play them. They no, were their own. Yeah, you never did. They were yeah. guy, they were guys who you were just they were part of the story, but you were never them. You could be one of their sort of archetypes, but you were yeah. never the same guy. And even City of Heroes, which was unlicensed and were just fake characters. In that game, you were never even one of those story characters. You were just making crazy variations. Same of your way own. with Champions Online. Yeah, they've all gone yeah. that route. In this case, which is not, it's not an MMO in the purest sense. Um, and they were, and and they opted. I'm sure at some point a design meeting was had where they said people don't want to make a fake character. They want to be Iron Man or they want to right. be that's right, that's Hawkeye right. or whatever. So they've made a game where you get to be that thing and you're part of that story. The only downside is there could potentially at any time be 10 more just like you in the, in the room at the same I time. See, I want to see running, the running of Iron Man. Iron, the Iron Man run. Just get all the Iron Men together. Yeah. Right, and then right. like have them run down a hill. Like we do a Torin, like, uh, the, exactly the, the cattle thing. And wow, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> they could do it. They could do it now in a, in a flash mob kind of way at a drop of the hat with those freaking uh, the those freaking yeah the running of the hulks dude oh that would be awesome smashing of the hulks 
Anyway. So do they? Do they have? Is the audio overwhelming? Do they? Do, does each of your, the characters run around saying stuff like Hulk smash? And, no, 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 okay, no. That good. you get occasional commentary, but it's very rare, and it's it's kind of fun because you'll walk into a room. Like I'll walk into a room as Frank. What's his name? Punisher man. Right, and he'll see uh, Hawkeye, and he'll go. Yeah, it's like Errol Flynn in a stupid purple outfit. Like he'll say stuff like that, and they'll all do it. They all have these little lines to say, and you know, Hulk Hulk will say Hulk smash certain times when you activate certain of his abilities. But his leap and then crush the ground underneath him thing that he does insanely right. cool. He's really right, right. well animated and just it's pretty awesome. The thing is basically well, he's similar. He's not the same, um, and it is unique. You know, these characters all have unique abilities and stuff. It would be cool to customize them more without having to pay a whole lot more because I can actually mm-hmm. spend money and turn Punisher into long coat uh, glove wearing oh, Punisher or I can have him in T-shirt cool. and jeans or I can, you know, but you got to spend money on that crap. So, yeah, but it's, but it, but it's my guess. That's fine. I'm cool with that. Guess what my armor is. So let's say I started out with level two armor and it gives me plus one to kick an ass or whatever. Right. I'll hit level 10. Just one? Just one ass. Yeah, one ass. One cheek, actually. Point <laughs> <laughs> five is what it is. Um, then if I hit, I kill a dude, I kill a, a mob, a creature, a man, whatever, and he pops out a shirt like Diablo style just on the ground. Right, right. Uh, armor. I'll pick it up, and it's just another T-shirt with different stats. It's the same shirt. So in Diablo, every time you get a new piece of gear, your body changes. You get a new shoulder pad, it shows up. You get a new helmet, it's totally different. Like you visually change throughout the game. It's an important part of the Diablo experience all the way up, you know, Diablo 1 through 3. This game gets rid of that and just says, well, that's no, just a new shirt with a skull on it. And it looks identical in every visual way, but it's got plus 10 to this and you're level 5 now. Or oh, look at this shirt. What's it made out of? Yeah. Oh. So it's all great. That's all fine. It would be nice to have some more visual differentiation. And maybe, maybe, the, uh, maybe what will happen, this is my, this is my prediction. Uh, they'll make more of their money on characters. They drop the price of outfits and make that stuff like a buck or something. Then people will, will vary it up because you do look totally different. Like the different right, Iron right. Man suits, totally different than each other. Spider-Man, he looks completely different in his four or five different incarnations. And they could just keep releasing that crap left and right. Oh, it's yeah. cool, though. I think it's good. and I, don't, I think if, if you're looking for a fun, and keep in mind, absolutely free if you want to be, um, Action RPG. There are way worse choices out there. This one's pretty solid, and I quite like it. Um, played a little Gunpoint. I won't talk much about that, but it's cheap little like ten dollar thing on Steam. Uh, written by an ex PC gamer, uh, British PC gamer editor over there. Uh, it's it's. I don't know how to explain it. It's puzzles. It's way retro eight bit looking. It's super addictive. Way good, and he's having big success on there, and I'm I love it. It's good, uh, but I don't know how to describe it. You're just a little. I'll I'll, I'll try. You're a little guy. You run into a building. You got you to hack a computer in the building. There's guards in there. It's it's like, you know what? It's this, again, this stealth gameplay like Mark of the Ninja or uh, Stealth Bastard or some of these other games. Except it's uh, a different style, different take. It's a little saucy, a little blue in the language. Pretty funny. Um, but you're you're jumping through windows and trying to disable alarms and tripping dudes and breaking their necks and... And it's all 2D from the 2D perspective. And you can restart from, you know, seconds before you died or a minute before you died or whatever. And you're just trying to get to the level, get another mission, earn some cash, unlock stuff. I like it. It's really good. And it was cheap. It's like every day for me. Reinstalled Rift. That went free to play. So nothing to say there except it's installed. I'll I'll see what's going on in there. Did you have to to download completely all over again? No, no, just patched it. 
patched it. Sweet. Yeah, and it was fine. So that's supposed to be free play now. I, I'm curious to know how that how that actually works. Uh, Poker Night Two. I'm going to let Nicole mostly talk about that because I haven't played probably as much as her. Got that on the iPad, and um, that's also on PC and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I can just say just surface level that it's funny as hell, and mm-hmm. they're nailing that. The best. Okay, I didn't like the first one very much. It was all right. Wasn't great. The poker was good, but I thought the banter was just kind of all right, not great. The banter in this is really good. I'm never hearing the same conversations twice. And the best thing they ever did was just bring Brock Sampson in there. It's the best thing, the best decision they made at Telltale for that game. I could I could do without Claptrap. He's driving me slightly nuts. Oh, yeah. I love Claptrap. He's all he's right, my, but you like I, him. In, but you like I him in the game, him. don't you? Oh, he's he's my favorite. You like him in Borderlands. He just he drives me him. nuts in Borderlands. Don't he, yeah. He just grows on you. Listen, he's the Orco of this game. I love <laughs> him. He is the he's the Snarf. He's the Snarf from. Snarf, Battle. Snarf. Have you seen the banter between him and Glados? A little bit, yeah. And that stuff's all right. It's funny because she's like she's taking care of making sure everybody's on the up and up with the game. Mm-hmm. She's, she's like the she's, host and the police and yeah. everything at once. Yeah. So she's doing she's the dealer, basically. Yeah. And so there's like this back and forth between her and Claptrap throughout all of the gameplay. Yeah. So it's it's just a great game. She's I'm really good. The voicing, the voice on everybody's great. I do. I do kind of wish that um, Ash was actually played by um Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Is it, yeah. Oh, he's not. No, it's some other dude that does the video game version voice. But and, he's and doing it's, a good job. Yeah, I he's doing a fine it. job. It would be great though, because think about the legendariness of the idea of having him at the same table as right. Patrick Warburton. What else is he got going? Come on. Oh, it'd be amazing. Because Warburton does Brock Sampson. He does a great job. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, anyway, that's it for me, Brian. What the hell's this iPad thing I'm looking at? What is that? Oh, this is this Infector. It's a it's a zombie game. This is Infectionator. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Infectionator. What did I say? <laughs> Infector. Infector. <laughs> but, well, I'm sorry. That's that's what I call myself when I'm playing it. All right, Infector. Are you ready to play? So you're basically the you're basically a zombie virus, and uh, and and you're playing. It's it's very eight bit looking, and uh, it's top down. And you're and and you just. You're trying to infect everybody on the screen, and it comes in waves, and it gets progressively harder as you play. Uh, there's a lot of cool upgrades. Uh, you can buy, you know, stuff like zombie steroids, makes your zombies harder to kill, and uh, you can put traps out. And it's a, it's just a fun touch and go game. You're just you, you pop it out, and you just try to go. And there's two different types of uh, ways you can play it. You can play kind of like uh, challenges, or you can play one long endless. One where each level just gets increasingly more difficult to uh, infect, and you have to infect the entire world. You, you, you guys played the uh, uh, what's that? Oh, the what's plague, uh, plague Inc. or whatever. It was. Uh, uh, yeah, plague, plague Inc. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. It's, I was okay, real bad at that game. I would, I suffered. Too. I was horrible. I didn't like it. it. Imagine, imagine like an arcade version of Plague Inc. Because Plague Inc. is kind of very serious. You really have to sit down and. You know, and think. you really have to plan and think. This is more like, you know, you just you just point close like, oh, I'm going to click this person. Okay, you're infected. Run! Mm. You know, and it's, it's a little bit more simple. But I, my oldest son turned me onto this, and I was, I was like, yeah, whatever. Let me see this. This is stupid. This is dumb. Hey, why is it three hours later? Why am I still playing this game? <laughs> Obviously not as dumb as I thought it was. Sounds like uh, Animal Crossing a little bit. Right. And uh, it's, it's very simple, and it's got that old school look to it. And uh, I can't recommend it enough. I've also been playing... Uh, since the Simpsons tap out had a big update this week, gotta mm-hmm. love those. I've I recently you have got to love the, those. Do you have to? 
I you love them. Well, I do because they gave you something new. This week, we was oh. actually able to get to the shore. Yeah. Uh, you've never been able to get to the shore on the on the maps. You've always seen the water uh, a little bit beyond where you're at, but you got the squid port now. And uh, so I'm, I'm playing with that, and it's pretty cool. I got a squid and port. It's awesome. I, I get a squid port for you. Yeah, but right. I've been I've been I've been a little bit concerned about it because I'm getting I'm getting along pretty pretty far along in this thing. I'm level 22, uh, and you know I've got that's a it? lot going on. That's it. That's all I got. But but I'm, that's pretty far for me. Come on, it's like a demo. It's, it's a demo. Right, I'm, I'm almost I, to 30. I'm almost 30. So anyway, <laughs> so I'm I'm playing. Uh, so I'm I'm playing this. But I also got the the Droid version just came out recently, and so now I'm playing on my my phone as well on my Droid. And I'm a little bit wary because I'm afraid one day I'm gonna I'm gonna save it on my Droid and something's oh. gonna get zapped, and I'm gonna come to my but iPad and it's guess. gonna be toast. And so I I, I enjoy having it. When I'm when I'm out and about and go oh well you know I got my phone with me I can just play real quick but I'm very careful because I'm just so afraid it's gone right Blast. I can't I can't accept That's friend green. requests anymore well, really why not you don't know I think I have too many oh that could you're be. A jerk is oh, that really? yeah. if those are if those are all um if those are all friend requests from uh what's the what's the EA thing what's that called uh, uh the stupid service you have to use or Oregon or Oregon yeah. Origin, origin, yes. Origins, I think yes. origin does have a cap. I think that's what you're using. I think it's a hundred. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Wow. I think you it got a hundred friends. Well, I, well, what's kind of lame is every time I try to accept a friend request, it just says it doesn't tell me you have too many friends. It just says try again later. Mm, so right. I've tried again many, many times, and it just doesn't work. And it's always been later. I don't understand. So it's um, always if, later. If you request it to be my friend, I'm sorry, I can't anymore. You know that Xbox One's going from 100 friends to 1,000 friends. Just a weird little side thing. That, Interesting. Yeah, why? Because well, well, people a, begged for it, Brian. That's why. People but if you it. have a thousand, why limit it at all? Well, I mean, once you get into the realm of craziness, I can't think of a thousand people even that I would know on the Xbox One. Mm. On the Xbox network. I mean, who the I crap would I, I know? Like five. Well, you gotta, I think you got to remember this. The 360 launched with a very different ecosystem. And by that, I mean back-end sort of support system. Right. And that was not an arbitrary number when it was 100. It was actually something they had to kind of lock into. Now, that seems silly. The day and age we live in now, eight years later, things are very different. So I think that that number right. is, a, is a moving target. And they could expand it anytime they wanted to. But I think they just said, "Man, eh, what sounds good, Bill? I think a thousand you, sounds pretty good. Who's bringing the pizza? Like that's how right. it went. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. Why not say ten thousand? Why not say a hundred thousand? I just can't imagine that it would be an issue where there'll be that many people that would have ten thousand friends. Well, that's that the point. Like, is, is that they all? If they say a number that's too crazy, then that right. will dominate the conversation, and then no one will pay attention to their features they want them to pay attention to. Like if they got <laughs> up and said, "Your user lists are now ten thousand, people would go. What the hell? What's the deal with 10,000? <laughs> and they would just talk about it for days, and then nobody would be paying attention to the other stuff. They have their own little problem with that anyway that we'll get to here in a bit. But Right. Um, That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So, Electron, or what the hell is it called? Uh, Infector, In- Infectornator. Infector! Mm. Infectornator. All right. It's good stuff, yeah. I like it. I'll like I said, it it's, 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 it's addicting. Okay. I like addicting things. Nicole. Mm. Yes. You, you want to talk I'm about Last fun. of Us first? Yeah, because I I just what? got it. She just got. I just want to know what your early. I mean, I assume right. you're just barely getting into it, right? Yeah, I I played the first, basically to the point where 
you're in future time, like oh. you're in present time. Okay. So you start off 20 years prior when the crap hits the fan. And you go through and you're learning about the characters. I just want to say it's it's it grips you from the moment you start the game. You better have a box of Kleenexes by your side. I've heard this. It's, that means something different for uh, guys and death girls. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I like that it took Nicole a little while because she's oh. nice and she's a lady. <laughs> Not a dirty old man like me and Brian. <laughs> Wait, so so uh, I didn't I, I didn't realize that it was actually prologue at the beginning that you had to uh, go through some previous stuff before you kind of got. I'm not talking, you know, four hours Assassin's Creed. Right, <laughs> I'm right, right, right. Probably 15 minutes. Is that the period where where old man and young girl meet up, or is it no, that later? Okay, I haven't met her yet. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I hear she's amazing in this. Yeah. I'm looking forward to meeting her. I'm sure I'll meet her soon. Have you run into any uh, any Liam O'Briens to kill or anything yet? <laughs> um, no, I, I haven't, but I'll be listening. Yeah, I always do. You have to <laughs> with these games. Listen for it. Liam. So, so, so your impressions thus far? You think it's? Uh, I mean, all, the the thing is getting pretty much unanimous praise, and I've never heard. Yeah. I've never heard people fawn over a game so much in my life. So, does it live up to all that? The the graphics are amazing. Mm. Um, I died a few times because I, I wanted to turn around and. and because you're running and you're like, what's behind me? What's behind me? Oh, crap. I'm dead. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so, well, what's so, behind you? But it doesn't punish you or anything like that. I now, just, I want to keep turning around. But I now know these are, focused. isn't it a combination? Like, I know you're not super far, but the, the real threat is like in kind of like in Walking Dead, the real threat is never the zombies. It's always right. the people uh, exactly. because the people are terrible when terrible things yeah. happen. But, but the actual, this fungal infection that takes over the world, this isn't a spoiler, guys. This is like the basis of the game. Um, and only some people are sort of immune to it or whatever. Uh, is it, I mean, does it create full-on zombies or are these just like weird kind of mutations? Or I don't know if you can shed any light on that. But Well, they, they look like full-on zombies. Hmm. Um, you'll learn that in the first, you know, couple minutes of gameplay. So they're kind of you'll mindless. See, you'll and, see one. Okay. Well, uh they're they're like twenty eight days zombies. Running zombies, got it. I like those kinds. So I know there's a big fight about that out there, but my my preferred zombie is one that can haul ass. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> Write that down somewhere. That's the quote of the show. <laughs> my preferred zombie. I prefer a zombie that can haul ass. ass. <laughs> I know a lot of people fight over that. I like the George Romero, the purity of the shambling slow zombie. That's for that's for dummies. I like a wide wide variety of zombies. Very well kind said. Like, yeah. Um, uh, dead. Left for dead. Left for dead. dead. Yeah. Right. Dead, you got the bad zombies right. that blow up. You got the. You got the boomer. The boomer, the reapers, mm-hmm. all kinds of the smoker, the, the spitter. Yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> The they really shitter? covered the gambit of the, the sh- zombies. The, shit, the shitter is the worst in that game. You ever get shot? You ever got getting get grabbed by oh, the he's shitter? A, oh, he's the, he's the worst. He's always hiding in some dark corner somewhere. You're like, oh, what is it? <laughs> Reading some uh, nickel and dime right. paper. I, I think right. what's Do you smell that? What's that smell? <laughs> I think what's surprising me about this game is I thought maybe my zombie limit had been reached. Oh, like I'm right, kind of like, right, right, there's right. so much zombie, but I'm like, I'm okay. I never do. I don't. It's easy to hate on it because people feel like it's oversaturated. I don't care. I like zombies. I like the concept. I always have, and I, I feel like we're in a renaissance period for zombies. Mm-hmm. So I'm enjoying it for as long as it'll last because eventually okay. society will get tired of it. But 
and we'll move on to something else temporarily. But you know, look how look how long that freaking glittery vampire bullcrap lasted about oh, 10 God. minutes in real time right? right holy crap i watched the speaking of that yeah. i watched the last one i couldn't even finish it oh, it was God. so bad I can't even go near that it stuff. was so bad and even my wife hey, who, my wife who enjoyed the books and was excited at the time when movies were being talked about yeah cannot go near those movies she can't go near them so hey she hates you know i i was i was tolerant of the whole thing up until the point, I think I forget which one it was, but when the wolves started talking to each other in wolf form, I don't remember. I don't remember. I was like, it part, that was the move. Was it? Oh. Was it the? I, and I was like, okay, I'm out. Oh my God. <laughs> Brian's out on a technicality. I'm out. All right. Well, I Last of Us All sounds right. amazing, and I can't wait. Yeah, to I play. can't wait. I probably finished it this weekend. These reviews are over the top. Like, I mean, I've never seen so many. Six uh, of all the reviews collected so far on Metacritic, and the game just came out today. Sixty nine are overwhelmingly positive, Nine, an average of ninety five out of a hundred. Nobody does that anymore, and especially at a time where everyone's talking about new consoles. And here's mm-hmm. this old console game, well, old console with a new game yeah. that's just you know turning heads, visually arresting. Yeah. Even what they showed on stage at E3 was just like, oh my gosh. It just engages your emotions and it really does show that video games can be at a level of movies. And yeah, right. in, in fact, I think it has even more opportunity to go further than a movie because you're so, you are invested, like really invested in that character because you're guiding them through that. And look how so. far Naughty Dog has come from their crash bandicoot roots you know mm-hmm. like they have just amazing bandicoot stuff roots. you you look at it's funny to you could look at, if this game never came out you could look at this previous generation and say man one of the strongest showings for the whole generation were these drake games man freaking uncharted what an incredible experience and you could have stopped there and been happy these right. same guys put this thing out and this is even overshadowing their work there like it's yeah. just making everybody go damn it they're better than us. <laughs> I, I felt like I felt like Uncharted. This this is what I feel like. Uncharted was a really good uh, use of making things theatrical, but I didn't feel like the story was very well and seamlessly connected. It, it was good, but it was like you felt like you were okay. We're in this part. Story stopping because of the, my gameplay sucks. So I'm not going to get to see the rest of the story. I'm going to put a shoe it. straight up your bum when I see you next right. because so I think they're it, great stories. You cracks. Well, I, I do. I think, I think the stories are great. I think the, the way that you're able to weave through the story was my problem. I wasn't able to weave through the story seamlessly, and it frustrated me. The, everything I've seen uh, uh, about this, this game, The Last of Us, it looks like it is. It's, it's, it looks like the timing is perfect. It looks like you 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 get to one step and next step, and it never the gameplay never interrupts the story. I know what you're saying. You never through frustration. You're never popping and locking behind a piece of cover and waiting till everyone's dead. Every right. every if, best I can tell, and Nicole can confirm some of mm-hmm. this. But every seems like every killing or every conflict is this seriously emotionally draining, mm-hmm. physically exhausting thing. Like it might Close. be, yeah. Closer to life, you know? Right. Which is really interesting to me. And I heard those guys on stage at the Sony booth talking about, uh, during E3, I watched a bunch of that broadcast stuff, and they were talking about how, you know, how do they deal with it being so oppressive and so negative and so kind of harsh? And they said, well, you have to, you have to bring the light. And, I, and, I, and at first I'm like, what's he talking about? That sounds like a bunch of hoke. But they got talking more, and they said it was really important to them throughout the process to make sure that there was always these shining beacons of hope somewhere in the story, whether it's the girl, whether it's it's, something else. 
it's also in the game. So you will find very quickly when you start playing that kind of prologue, you know where to go because right. they shine the light. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's very natural. And I wasn't even thinking about where I was. Like, they were directing me very right. subtly. And then I realized, oh, oh, there's a light right there. And that's why I went this way because I'm attracted to the light. That's awesome. And it wasn't like, <laughs> go over here. It was just very... You didn't need a big blinking cursor cursor somewhere telling you where to go. Yeah. Right. Which is nice. I I thought, I think that that worked pretty well in the Drake games. They had some ways of doing that there. It feels like they've they've kind of honed it here, and I can't Mm -hmm. wait to freaking play it. Go get it. It it will probably be, guys, it will probably be the last PlayStation 3 game Uh, I own. Us. It'll be probably the last last console game I will own until this fall when Mm -hmm. the new ones come, I think. So hats off to them for being the one I want. Yeah. So anyway. I'm also playing a few other. I'm I'm, I'm going to get some thank yous out of the way because uh, Photo Cyclist X sent all three of us Far Cry Three Blood Dragon, and one of us has played uh, it, and the other two haven't. I and, and I I didn't play it because it kept crashing on me. I'm oh still no, on really? It. I've got it installed. I, have, I just didn't have time. I didn't have a lot of gameplay time, and it, it just kept crashing on me. I finally, I finally oh, I got it to run, but by that time, I was at a time to play. Now, hold on. Um, Cur- so, uh, uh, what's called you? Current, it is a so. standalone you- experience. Right, right. But do you do you feel like you missed out? Did you play Far Cry Three? No. I don't remember. Okay. Do you do- no. and you don't feel like you missed uh, a beat by just playing straight into that? No, because this is a standalone expansion, and it takes place in a uh, you know a fake two thousand seven, right. and it's fake. Very- yeah, like well, it's a it's like a '90s version of what 2007 yeah, will be. It's so campy and hilarious. The the one liners, just so much satire in this. I'm laughing out loud as I'm playing it, hearing the banter between the main guy who's a cyborg. His name's Rex Power Colt. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. I was really surprised by this game. Yeah, it's it's a, a lot of fun and. I'm playing on my PC with a controller. The like the game the gameplay is great. I love it. Yeah, it's how Nicole um, plays yeah, shooters. Everyone, just leave uh, her alone. Leave her alone. It's just fine. Leave me alone. Yeah, let her be. <laughs> let her be. You don't want to. You don't want to pick that fight. <laughs> so so okay. But the reason I asked that is because I thought there was and I'm, and and I've heard both ways on this. Mm-hmm. But does it like imagine playing? I don't know. Let's say Last of Us. Oh no! No, I'm better example. I got one. So you're playing Dead Red Dead or Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> right? And that game's great and it's amazing. And at the end of it, they give you some Halloween DS, DLC, which was that Undead Night Nightmare stuff. And it was right. it was meant to be completely unrealistic. It was thrown into this game to like totally change the tone and feel. And now you're playing the zombie game, and it was a fun romp. And everyone who should have died didn't, and everyone who died or didn't die. But see, did. I don't know any different. And it's supposed. I mean, the way that they approach ubisoft approaches it they describe the game as an 80s vhs vision of the future i'm down with that then it's totally right. i really want to play because the mechanically you're doing you're doing a lot of the same stuff three where it was having players do so i'm just wondering what that's like to go from the one that was dead serious or right. sort of to the one that is totally over the top i guess it doesn't matter i'm gonna play i think i'm gonna play so i skipped far, far cry 3 just because i didn't have time last year and i've been meaning right. to get it on like sale or something Right. Uh, but I think I'll do this first, and now I'm worried that I'll play this first, and they've simplified the the mechanics I, so much better yeah. that I won't like three. You know, 
Yeah. I don't think so. I think you'll like Far Cry 3. I think I like both so of them. So funny. Yeah. You're going to laugh too. The the there's a lot of like as you would call it blue. I've never heard that term by by the way. Blue. blue? No, it's like really? a com- it's a comedian term like, oh, he works oh, okay. blue on stage and just means yeah. he's dirty or sweary or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I know what it means. No, I thought it was because I was, heard of it. <laughs> I was in the Blue Man group or something. No, I used to. There was another phrase the other day that somebody had said to me that I, they acted like I absolutely should know what it is, and I had never freaking heard it. <laughs> well, well, that's the puppy's knees. Yeah, like that. It was like that. It was like a, it wasn't puppy's knees. What? It was like, oh, that's a uh, uh, you know what they say about the stinger and the cheese. You got to walk the line with the funky monkey. <laughs> what? I've never heard this. <laughs> Three six nine goose drank wine. What? I'm out of here. <laughs> Is that I'm a thing? That crazy. sounds like a thing. Is that a thing? Oh yeah, three six nine. The goose drank wine. Monkey chewed it back on the streetcar line. The line broke. Blah blah blah. You know what I'm talking about? No, no, no. What? Nicole was blocked from these things by those giant arches in St. Louis. She never heard anything. <laughs> That's what they're designed to do. Um, oh, look so, at this, yeah. everyone. Hold on, Thumbs Casey. Up. Casey Thumbs might up. be here. Uh, I don't burp, know for sure, burp, but let's burp. see if this music plays. And if it does, that means he's here for sure. Hold on, here we go. Let's go. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, join us now in welcoming Casey Banta to the program. Hello, Casey. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hello, Nicole. Hello, Casey. You know what Casey does? He comes on this show and he does a little trivia about an old video game and tests the three of us to see if we are truly the gamers we hope ourselves to be. And uh, We went more recent this time. Yeah, we did. Who picked this time? I don't recall. I did. Okay. I did. What'd you pick? I don't remember. Red Dead Redemption. Oh, look at that. Okay, that's a game I think I can answer pretty well to. Um, and I just remind well, everybody the great day when me, Nicole, Brian, I want to say was there too, uh, Eric, Mark, <laughs> we all got inside of a, of a Rob stagecoach uh, and I decided to drive and Kareen took you off a cliff into the ocean. Y'all remember that? <laughs> I do remember like, I it was still like have yesterday. nightmares. I guess it wasn't the ocean. It was a river, but still. It was a, yeah, it was a ravine. There ain't no river in that part of Texas. Um, let's go anyway, drive. So, uh, Casey, it's good to have you back. Uh, lay it on us. How, uh, let's see how we do. Oh, but first of all, how'd you enjoy E3 coverage? Did you have a good time this week? Do you think this stuff looks cool? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm too much in love with my PC right now to get too excited about oh. consoles. <laughs> yeah. PC players are kind of satiated. We're, we're cool. Yeah. We don't need all this, but it's uh, still, good. it's exciting though, to have this extra jolt of competition and exclusives excite me. So, you know, things like the order just get me going and I'm not and that's not gonna be on a PC. And, you know, this Naughty Dog game ain't gonna be able to get that there. So there are some unique experiences they showed off. That stuff excites me. But you're right, we kinda have what we need. We have our big we got mm-hmm. our cock in the fight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said yeah. I yeah, you know what I said. Yeah, you heard it. All I right. It. Yeah. Casey, lay it on us. How's our what's the question? Okay. Uh I hope you guys put me up. And told me to come up with a, a hard one, and I don't know if I succeeded or not. Oh, but I'll, oh. here we go. We'll find out. <laughs> All right. In Red Dead Redemption, what does John Marston say his daughter died from? Oh. Zombieism. No, it wasn't zombieism. No, we're not What's talking. Two? No DLC, right? No, no DLC. Not. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say. Oh wait, wait you, you have a thing. Go ahead. Scurry yeah. polio. Close. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's seen some westerns. He knows stuff. Okay. I got to not look at the chat room so I don't. Yeah, don't cheat. cheat. Brian, you too. Don't to. cheat, you bastard. Nicole They're all wrong in the chat room anyway. I'm skipping. <laughs> Here we go. A, smallpox. Okay. 
B. Dysentery. Okay. Oh. C. Cholera. Or oh, D. Scarlet Fever. Mm. I'm going okay. for D. Scarlet Fever. Scarlet Fever. That sounds kind of that's right. More, that's more of a symptom than it is a disease, though, right? One of them wasn't consumption, was it? I think no. it's smallpox. Give me ABC again one more time. Smallpox, dysentery, or cholera. I wish it was dysentery, though. I'm going to say cholera. Brian says smallpox. And Nicole says... the Scarlet Fever. Scarlet Fever. My favorite Marvel hero. The Scarlet Fever. (laughs) Uh, All right, yeah. So let's see. That's how it falls. Let's try that. How did we do? All right. uh, No one said dysentery. It was Red Dead Redemption, not Oregon Trail. (laughs) That's not B. Okay. Right. It's not a party. Listen, it's not a party at Brian's house on a Saturday night. It's not dysentery. I, I, right. I would definitely would not have found that amusing if he had said she'd die from dysentery. No, I don't know why. No, you wouldn't have laughed. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Okay. Brian said a smallpox. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, a lot of people die from smallpox, right? Come on. Yeah. No. See, if it's the era, you'd be you'd be good there. It was the era, but she did not die of smallpox. Oh, too bad. Scott Nicole going yeah, head to head. Yeah, it's a Scott Nicole fight. I'm like the turtle. I'm like, hello, rabbit, and you're uh, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> all right. All right. That's pretty good. I think, the, I think the rabbit lost in all those cartoons. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Scott said C. Nicole said D. Is it C or D? It is... C cholera. Yeah. Oh. Who is the true Red Dead Redemption fan? Guessed. <laughs> I didn't guess. That sounded right. It sounded right. I was really close to picking yours. I almost said D with you because that's uh, I was t- I was teetering, but I kind of like have a memory a child, of it. Child, because it was a little, she was a little girl, right? Yeah, she was real young when she died. Oh, my son started playing that again the other day, and I just was watching bits of it. And man, it's just I have such fond memories. Of that game. That was one of my favorite games ever made. And I wish it to come again. Gameplay never got in the way of storytelling in that one. Just saying. Uh, well, I don't know. The shooting was a little weird. But here, here's here's what I would say. If if there's any disappointment this week at E3 in terms of titles being announced, there's only really two that I cared the most about that I, that were that were previously unannounced and, and still not announced. And that would be a Fallout sequel uh, or a mm-hmm. new Fallout for next-gen Fallout or... A new Red Dead game, and I and I knew they weren't going to. GTA Five is not even out the door yet, so you know. And people keep saying, "Is that isn't that going to be my last console game?" I don't know, man. If that thing comes to PC, I'd play it there. I'd way prefer to play it there. And four did, so why wouldn't PC. it? Yeah, I will never play another Fallout game unless oh, it's really? on the PC. Oh, look at you! Wow. Because the difference between playing it on the PS3 versus my PC, night and day difference. Really? Load, huh. On the load times. Load times, yeah. <laughs> speed, speed, everything's faster. You're right. Everything. Yeah. I'm spoiled now. Yeah. You sound a little cowboy there for a second. Everything's faster. Everything. Missouri's coming out. That's pretty good. All right. So, uh, Casey, I feel pretty good about how that all went. Whose turn is it to pick? Well, it's another coincidence. You won, and it's your turn. Fantastic, man. This is great. I was going to pick a game. All right. I'm going to pick. uh, I'm going to pick. Hold on. uh, Let me think about this. I'm going to pick a game, an obscure game from uh, the Genesis era called Subterranea. Oh. One of my favorite 16-bit games I ever bought and played. I loved that game. I don't know what it was about it. I just ate it up. 
And I love Subterranea. So uh, Genesis, Subterranea, circuit at uh, 19... Wait, was that was that 32 blast technology or was that to the 16? 94, I don't remember the year. But it, yeah, it was still, I mean, you know, Sega was still playing that banjo. <laughs> They're still claiming blast processing. <laughs> BS. But I loved my Genesis. I'm not going to complain. I had all those stupid things. I think by then it was, I, I may have had the newer Genesis by then, like the, the smaller, more compact one. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So Subterranea, that's your game. Go for it. Looking forward right. to it. Casey does, uh, by the way, music memory here on the show. So listen to the end of the show. We got one this week. And I'm sure it's fantastic. Casey, yeah. Casey, have a great week. You too, Thanks, guys. Casey. Right, see you later. Bye. Is Casey coming to Nerdtacular? I think he is. Yes, he better. he's, he's going to be in the Frog Pants All-Stars. Oh, that's right. Duh. I knew that. So help me if he quizzes me while I'm there. Well, he's, doing, he's, right in, he's in round he's gonna, two. So he's in yeah, the second lightning round thing, whatever it is. <laughs> Uh, we picked teams for that on Monday, so st- stand. We can quiz him, Brian, if we're not in the, in, in the All-Stars. That's how it's going to work. Excuse me, Casey, I have a question. <laughs> I only have one person I have to ask to be on my team, and everyone else is up for grabs, but only you one have I have to get. Well, I just feel like I'm not going to win if I don't get him. Oh. It's a him, and he's British. And he dominated last year, so it's I gotta, I gotta story. get Terpster again if I'm gonna win. No, you want me? I think you'll be. No, I think he'd be amazing. Except you'll say, think- someone will say, "Hey, what was Nintendo's very? Uh, what was their console immediately following the N64? It was the X Cube." <laughs> That's what Did she'll we say. Win? Did we win? <laughs> All right. Uh, I wouldn't mind doing a head-to-head against Terpster. He thinks he's all that in a he, bag of chips. He does think he's all that. I think Terpster. Is is gonna farve it up? I think he's gonna I think he plays really good one year and then he's gonna blow it. <laughs> That's actually he was good the year before because he subbed in for me the first time. He did. He was he sit in for you on the other team and and they I I believe he won that game and then he moved over to my team this last year and just creamed the other. I thought they were gonna kill us. They hated our guts at the end of that game. <laughs> this year is uh, it's, it's all up for grabs, but I just feel like he's the pivotal dude. Um, but I also really liked Mark on my team last year. So I Mark didn't uh, do anything. He doesn't want to be on your team. But he, he, but he's pretty. He, <laughs> <laughs> he takes showers during our show. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. And you want to tell us real quick about Remember Me? Was that how was how oh, that turn out? All right. So Remember Me came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, it is a third person shooter, kinda. Um, it kinda. has a really amazing premise where you are a memory hunter and you're going through the sewers and you're in this Why futuristic are my memories in the sewer. <laughs> you're in this futuristic version of Paris called Neo Paris. You know it's future <laughs> because they added a neo in front of it. Ah, Neo uh, Paris. Mm. <laughs> Fancy. I and like it's it. it the society basically buys, sells, trades and steals memories. Yeah. So if, I mean, the concept wow. is really cool, but the right. problem, and you do some really cool gameplay with manipulating, like going into people's memories and manipulating them. Mm-hmm. The game is very, <laughs> the problem I have with it, it's very linear. You, after playing Fallout where it's open world and I can do anything I want to, to just kind of be forced down this path and not, I can't even like go into like the side areas. Right. Like, I know it, I can jump there. Is it kind of like when you go to Six me. Flags and they put you on those old T models, but they're all on a, on a rail? <laughs> that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> yeah, I hate those. <laughs> that's not a fun, that's not a fun way to be. So the problem is 
this could have been an amazing game. And it's an okay game. I'm, I'm on chapter five. There are seven chapters. Uh, the problem I have, they should have put more uh, memory manipulation into the game. I feel like I'll, all I'm doing is running through tunnels and killing these leaper things. And it's kind of boring at they're, times. They're leopards. Are they leaper or leopards? <laughs> I think they're, they're called leapers. Yeah, they're, okay. they are, yeah leapers. Yeah. yeah. And they're the byproduct of people that have taken in too many memories from other people because everybody right. wants like their first this, kiss. Or, I mean, this it's, is Johnny it's, Mnemonic. It is kind it's of. It's that story. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Bunch of French people stealing the, our story and making a game out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the, the main character you play is female and it's not like I don't know. She's just a strong woman that knows how to kick butt and there's no like backstory on, oh, why she's so awesome. It's just she is who she is and she's part of this organization and she's still blah, hot. Blah, 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 blah. She's hot though. Yeah. They don't make, nobody makes a game, nobody makes a game where the girl's a strong protagonist and, and makes her more normal. You notice that though? Like, we ever, do you think we ever get to a day where, because I appreciate a natural woman, all right? I like the ladies. Right. We we know Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> like we I like that's why I like Jennifer Lawrence. I think she looks like a normal Except girl. She's yeah. not normal at all. She's like six three and like she's not. She is not. Where'd you get that? She's not taller than me or as tall as me. There's no way. I'm a giant hulk of a gross man. I would she would stand very small next to me. But the point is that uh you never see any of these characters. these characters are always, you know, perfect bods is all I'm getting at. And right. I think that one day it might be nice to go a different direction with that. Because the guy Remember guys, Fat yeah. Princess? Oh, yeah. Fat <laughs> she wasn't the hero, though. I know, I know. She was just the she, poor she other... She was to me. Cakey, please. She's part of the problem, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway. All right. Just stop. Yeah. Sorry, I, I interrupted you. No, no, no. It's all good. Uh, I don't even know where the hell I was going with that. So there it is. Remember me. No, I store shelves now. one day. Uh, f- what else? What else? That's it. Let's talk uh, real quick about... Uh, let's talk about what happened this week in the shortest way we know how. I need food. It was E3. Everybody got up and did their thing. Started with uh, Monday with uh, your Xbox One stuff. Microsoft got up, showed a bunch of cool games, talked about the hardware, blah, blah, blah. Uh, made some announcements regarding uh, live and some other stuff. Uh, didn't talk much about some of the features that people were pining for, but we did learn a bunch of things about the online all the time and how it works. It checks in with your Xbox every 24 hours. The Xbox reports back to data centers and says, yep, I'm still here. And the X and this Microsoft gave people go, okay, I guess we trust you for another day. Then just right, don't right. do anything bad. That's basically what right. they're saying. And I got in big arguments all through the week, especially on Twitter about my stance on this. People are saying, man, why are people getting so worked about the internet connections? Everyone has full-time internet now, which A, isn't true, mm-hmm. but B, even if they did, and I do, so I, you know, I have no personal reason to have a problem with that, that isn't my problem. My problem is a bigger, far-reaching problem, which is this is a platform that listens and watches and, and makes me check in all the time like it doesn't trust me. And I don't like features <laughs> that are supposed to be, quote-unquote, features for consumers that benefit me not one bit. I benefit not at all from that thing checking every 24 hours. I benefit not at all for having a connect that's listening to me all the time. There's zero benefit to me for these things that they are calling quote unquote features. 
I, I, I disagree with the listening all the time on the connect. I'm okay with it listening all the time as long as it's listening locally and it's not listening to someone. Because, you know, that's the only way that – how can we innovate and get things that are cool if we don't accept a few things? Like, you know, the connect listening all the time is – No, I'm broadcasting video. Device. I'm broadcasting video of myself right now. What I like right. are what I like are machine. There are things you can do to your PC, for example, to make it so it listens and sees you constantly and never goes away. But I got to choose that in that case. This right. is my problem. They are they are designing stuff. They're making us swallow concepts and ideas that we don't benefit from directly. Mm-hmm. They you can maybe say, oh, there's innovation down the road or something weird like that. But right. Nicole, where do you stand on this? I'm, well, I'm dying to know where you're at with this whole privacy thing. Any, so I used to work in sales and you're exactly right. They have to sell the benefits of the system versus just telling us the features like, oh, please, please. These, these are going to be great. Why are they going to be? Who cares? That I mean, that was the, who cares? Yeah, who cares in the sense that that we don't need this. Therefore, all of the negatives from it are not having any other payoff. There's no positive to it. You could exactly. say to me, well, Steam's got a lot of lockdown stuff. You can't use your games without Steam when you use Steam. Yeah, but I can also buy a bunch of other games all outside of Steam if I want. Or most of them within Steam don't need a connection all the time. And those that do, I can either choose to or choose not to use those. It's not a platform where the gateway is locked. It's, right. I, I, it's yeah. per game. It's, it's a different kind of situation. And in this particular case... I, again, I don't have a. I have an online connection all the time, and I don't have. I'm not a. I'm not a paranoid privacy guy. But when you're going to do all of that and make that connect mandatory, and make more importantly, make it so I can't. When I buy games, they're not mine to own and keep anymore. They're now a thing I have to. If I want to sell it, too bad. If I want to give it away, too bad. Like that kind of stuff. And I know they've done some other things like, well, to up to 10 people can use on your profile and blah, blah, blah. fine. But you've not really sold me as to why this is a better way of right. doing things. This is just a better way for you to do things. And so right. you don't trust me, even though I pay to play your games. I've never hacked an Xbox in my life and I'm not going to and I have no plans to. So you're treating me like I'm the criminal here and I'm not the freaking criminal. So Sony and, you know, Sony, I'm not going to lie here. Sony took advantage of this. It's oh, not yeah. like they're not like they're you know these benevolent people in the corner going, oh, we would have never done any of these weird policies. They were ready to pounce. <laughs> they were ready to pounce, and they did. Yeah. And they said, and they got up in their thing and said, nope, we're not gonna. Well, you can do whatever you want with your games. They're yours. You bought them. Do what you want. We're not gonna check online connectivity crap all the time. We're gonna be a hundred bucks cheaper. We're just gonna. And then they were just like dropping the mic left and right and that at that thing, and they took advantage of it. I'm not giving Sony as much credit as I am giving Microsoft discredit. And the quote that kept rolling around was, "One of these two companies is dictating what we want. The other one right. is listening to what we want. Right. And the, right now, Sony is listening to what we want. Right. I feel there's, like there's they've also different. done that. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to hear what you say. say no, I, uh, for me personally, why I've always kind of been a Sony fan girl is be, because I've for for a really long time felt like they were they cared about me. I know they're a company, but I felt like like they put a more feeling like the whole PlayStation Plus and being able to get all those games, and they appreciated me as a gamer. And, then, and that got better as time went on too. Yeah, like it wasn't Whereas, always that way. Like if you flip, if honestly go back to E three oh. Right. And we are having the same conversation, but in reverse. Mm -hmm. It would be, wow, Microsoft seems to really get it. And what is Sony thinking? (laughs) It's like all Blu-ray and bad pricing. And, you know, like we would have been, we would have the reverse conversation. But they have Mm -hmm. learned, they seem to have learned a lot. 
and they seem hungry this time to get back on track. Did, and oh, man, you can sure feel you felt it all week. Did either of you hear uh, Xbox or uh, Microsoft's announce or I guess their response to, well, what if I'm in the military and I don't have a connection? Oh, you want to hear it? I got it right here. I know. Check this out. So this Crazy. is, uh, what's his name, Matrick? I can never remember his first name. Oh, that was just a He's getting talked call. to by Jeff Keeley. Some people think he got baited. I say whatever. If you get baited with a question like that, you better have a better answer than this. But here's what he said. Fortunately, we have a product for people who aren't able to get some form of connectivity. It's called Xbox 360. Right. So stick with 360. That's your message. Oh, if you don't, well, you don't like it. If, if you have zero access yeah. to the internet, that is an offline <laughs> device. Well, well, why don't you just go? I've been doing this on the other shows, so forgive me if I'm repeating myself. But it would have been really funny if it had said, "Well, fortunately, if you can't get some form of online connectivity, thankfully we've got a device called the uh, Wii U or the uh, PlayStation 4. <laughs> you could uh, get those. Those don't require it. Like it, that. It's a terrible answer. And here's my point with all of this. It's an honest answer. Right? He didn't lie. Yeah. Right. No. It's just that a it's answer. a bad answer for what you are for your message about your new your hot new console. It's a bad answer. And if that's the best you guys had, that means you're selling a benefit that isn't a benefit. Right. You're selling a thing that's a pain. So I'm listening to Jonathan Blow, creator of uh uh Braid. Remember Braid? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had really interesting things to say about this. And it and it came from a developer's perspective, which I think is important. And he said this. He said the problem with all of this stuff is it hinders the endpoint, which is making great games. Because now you've got other hoops to jump through that have nothing to do with the game. Have nothing to do with the experience of the game, the quality of the game, the fun of the game. It's all about, well, we have to adhere to this policy because they make you do it. It has to have built-in connect support. It has to blah, blah, blah. So you're shoehorning things in there that take away from the purity of whatever the vision of the designer is. And you're forcing in these features or these restrictions or whatever they may be, even if they only lightly affect a certain game and maybe affect another game more. I thought that was a really key point. And he said, the other thing he said is, he goes, all this stuff about home media is cool and everything. And everyone thinks, oh, well, the future is game consoles are more about home media than they are about games. He says, yeah, but everyone who says they have a 360 now and they watch Netflix on it and watch DVDs on it and watch all their, you know, HBO Go and all this, they they wouldn't have it if they didn't buy it originally for games. So the mm-hmm. games are what got the thing in the living room in the first place. And he's his concern is that they are forgetting that. They're forgetting that that's what got it in there and that's what matters most to get you kicked off on all your media business, which admittedly is going to be part of the picture now. It's part of Sony's mm-hmm. picture. It's part of everybody's. So I don't know. that the The bottom line I walked away with all of this was Microsoft – plain old did not know how to get the message out if they had one and if they if these things are beneficial to me they did they in no way convinced me that they are and that's my problem with this xbox one announcement is that i don't none of those restrictive features are good for me as a player they don't help me at all it helps them I don't. I, in some ways, I'm not even sure how it helps them, but it helps them in some ways. And I get that, right. but it doesn't help me at a, as a player or even as a viewer of, of media stuff. None of those things are features that go, oh, well, thank goodness I can't trade my games in. Thank goodness. Well, and this is all on the, the back of, you know, the NSA and PRISM and all of that and, you know, right, that collecting your data yeah. and people are like, Bad ti- ah. bad timing for E3 for yeah. <laughs> all that going on. You're always on. And Sony's like, yeah, everybody's free. Woo! Like they're just they're <laughs> act, they they are taking a funny road. And you and you were there and you saw it that night. 
Yeah. Where they were like, these things were dropping like bombs. You can trade your games. You can do this other thing. And it's a hundred bucks less. And you're going to have to pay five bucks a month for plus because that's how you're going to play online. We're going to charge you for online play. But they didn't, you know, they snuck mm-hmm. it in under the wire there. Mm-hmm. Don't love that. But I don't hate it either because I was going to be a plus user anyway. And I'm a fine. plus user anyway. And, and, but my and, brother isn't. And look, kind of here, here's, here's the thing, though. You never could call Sony's online play, PSN's online play, great. It was always okay. It did the jobs most of the time. But occasionally lag and issues and updates were slow. And, you know, there were, there were it was definitely not a premium package. And you kind of got what you paid for, which mm-hmm. was free. I If they're going to charge... If, if for me to play on these play online with any of these games, there is now an expectation in my head that Sony will make what they do with that at least as good as what people are getting with live with Xbox, or that's a problem. People will be really ticked at Sony if this isn't a good premium service mm-hmm. for the money. If they can do that, then that's another check mark in their in their court. Their focus on indie games is huge. Like I I email us and tell us how you think we're haters yeah. all you want. I enjoyed my 360 this generation, but that me- they were way off message, man. They are not talking to me as a person who wants to spend money on that thing. I'll probably end up with both, but exactly not but in the same week maybe- and not this year. <laughs> exactly. No way in hell I get a three or a freaking one this year. There's no way I get one of those this year. They would have to do. They would have to jump through some serious hoops, and they're not gonna. No one's ever gonna come back on it and go, "Oh, okay, well we'll do a hundred less too." Then Mm-mm. they're not gonna do that because then that they're just not. tells us they were screwing us to begin with. If they right, can just right. shove the price around, well, then what? We, why'd you charge us more in the first place? Like, they're not going to do those things. <laughs> this is not a good, you know, I, I don't mean people going, well, with that, they just lost the console war. Fine. You can talk all the hyperbole online you want. All I'm saying is purely from a consumer standpoint, they everything they talked about was consumer unfriendly for me. And everything Sony talked about was consumer friendly for me. And that's honestly going to make my decision this year. Plus, you're going to save me a hundred bucks. Brian, are you going to get one or the other, or are you just going to wait it uh, out? I'm probably going to wait. I, I never buy anything right when it comes out anyway. That's just not me. Um, I'm not as I'm, – I'm not shocked or surprised by anything what that Microsoft has done with uh, DRM because this has been their policy for a very long time and how they're handling this. They want to be the middleman between uh, the, the content producers and the end user. So they always wanted to place themselves in that middle with the DRM. And I don't, I, I'm sure it's, it's a business model and it's going to make them money. Whereas Sony's never really been interested in being in the middle. And they, they said they weren't going to restrict anything, but they said that's up to the publishers. And they, that's because they know that the publishers of the video games are already in action of trying to stop games from being sold used games yeah, like so, online passes and things like that right they, they, so yeah that'll still happen on a per publisher so, basis right so sony says hey you know it's not gonna really benefit because we're not in the drm business anyway so what do we care and we'll look like heroes so that's fine that's cool and as as far as you know i don't like my data going back and forth like i'm, I'm with you i don't like the tw- the the check in 24 hour i don't like that crap i don't want them seeing my information unless i agree to say okay yeah i want to be part of your little program i don't like that but i'm i'm totally thinking that everybody's putting tinfoil hats on when they worry about this connect audio thing because what are they really going to get from it? where are they going to where are they going to capture they're going to capture everybody's audio in everybody's living rooms and then go through it and listen to it and that's, that's being a little bit paranoid no, i don't I yeah i don't buy into that either yeah Right. The convenience of being able to go Xbox on because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make a machine that is that recognizes your voice and you don't have to touch the controller at all. And so that's where they're going with this. And they, they're, you know, we, we've kind of been 
the, not the, the really connect thing. I don't it. think the connect thing is the is the big deal. People are acting like right. it is. Some people are, and and again, Nicole's right about this NSA stuff happening at the same time. Kind of is forcing that forward, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's the that is not no. That's nowhere near the problem I have with the device. That, that no. thing's fine. I actually kind of think it's cool, and I think one of the best. It, it's a little sad in a way because one of the best features of the Connect has always been the audio voiceover stuff, mm-hmm. and the actual Connect functionality has kind of sucked. It's never right. been great. It's never lived up to the promise of scanning your keyboard in or your uh, your skateboard rather. Remember that thing <laughs> that lie they told us. So I love it. So it was, there's no. I think it is no small. It is no small thing that we hardly saw any Connect stuff all week at E3. Right, right. And it's because keep it, keep it on the down. I think it's because they still aren't uh, to, to keep costs low. I don't. I don't think they're anywhere near perfection. Not it's, even perfection. It's, just functionality and the and the and the kind of I don't know the kind of usability right. that thing needs to be able to produce is less important to them now than just a freaking voiceover box and them recognizing that a fat guy with a red face is sitting there. You know. Right, right. That, that's, the, that's some of the cool stuff that they people have really kind of put away is is some of the cool things it can do. Motion sensing is not really that big of a deal, but facial recognition. And I'm not worried about customization because you're talking about you know it'll be a personalized experience. You know, the seat will be warm just like for you or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I, I think I think the things that I think the thing that's the most interesting is the fact that they can recognize a face when it is smiling or making some type of expression. This mm-hmm. could be something that could be really uh, it, it could really, it could really be innovative. It could be a really innovative thing if it if works. Used, if it if it works and it's used correctly, I mean, it's, of course you'd be paranoid about it. Gold, they won't see it. They won't see it for smiling if we're really enjoying the game or not. But you know, you're giving a little well, bit too paranoid. They gave us they gave us like five seconds of 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 anything with Connect. The most Connect we've seen was the original announcement right. a couple of months ago or whatever it was when he was talking to it on stage and showing all the media capability stuff. But they never really got, other than to some simple gesture stuff, they never really said, well, look how much better this Connect is versus the last generation. So I think people should right. genuinely be worried, just from a gameplay standpoint, that this new Connect is not really all that big of a whoop to them or us. Right. And like, I'm fine whatever. with that. Whatever. These gimmicks have come and gone. Notice Sony didn't talk about Move at all. Right. They're not going to. Because, you know, what that, was that thing? That whole just thing like, was, those were all gut reactions to Nintendo, and there was a, there was a, a waste mistake. of money. There's a mistake on everybody's part. Right. At least the Connect has, the Connect, to its credit, has this extended usability, and from a from a kind of natural next step technology idea, this seems like the, the smarter direction right, to go right. in as that improves. But the but having wands in your hands, Sony made a boo boo by doing that. And, and, and it was right about the time Nintendo's popularity with the Wii and its gimmick we're down the turlet anyway right yeah i you said know, I, turlet. I, you heard me turlet the turlet yeah. you know i kind of i kind of look at the move kind of like they did with that do you remember that trivia game they had on the the ps3 and everything for a while with the guy with the big head yeah i remember big, that. And, you know what i'm talking about yep, yep. because you could buy that thing for it was like with the game and the controllers four controllers with little plastic cheap little controllers it was almost a hundred dollars when yeah. it first came out yeah so so i mean I don't really see it that much different than the gimmicky of the of the move, you know. Well, when but they here's here's what saved it for me. Okay, so right. I'm a little tired of dude bro games. So dude X, bro. Xbox lineup was depressed me because it was very dude bro heavy. I get that there's a huge market and they can't ignore that, but that, and so that's fine. It's just not me so much anymore. What what impressed me or what got me the most excited from just pure game play standpoint was when Sony zoomed out the camera and there were actual known indie darling developers uh, scattered all up on that stage with their game behind them and a controller mm-hmm. in their hand and Sony Play saying right. we are committed to 
independence and we're committed to letting them and this is important self-publish on the network that's an enormous mm-hmm. people don't there's gravity to that people do not you know don't understand and something that microsoft is absolutely not doing and that is letting right. independents come in there and make their games and update them when they need to and basically create steam for these indies right, right. and pay them you know more not less not nickel and dime them every time there's an update like there, there are countless developers I heard from all week going, Sony is doing us right. Microsoft is continuing to do us wrong. That's really important to remember. And I think that's going to, that's going to say a lot about their games vision. But if, if Microsoft's plan with all this the whole time and moving forward is just to have the home media market wrapped up, well, then maybe they don't care about that right. end of it. Yeah. And then maybe I don't either. That's all I'm saying from an individual who I've been accused of being a Microsoft fanboy before. I've been accused of being an Apple fanboy, a Sony oh, fanboy, yeah, and everything right. else. I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm just telling you from a consumer standpoint how I feel about it. Sony t- told me all the things that I want to hear as a gamer, and let's make sure they deliver, but that's what they told me, and Microsoft told me a whole bunch of shit I could care two poops about. And they, right, it, right. like you said, it just might be their plan to move into a different direction. That is their overall goal is to be the media box for everyone, not just gamers. Mm-hmm. Old ladies, old men. <laughs> but at that price point, I can tell you right that. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. That's the so other everybody's- thing. That's the other thing is like if you go to the store and you're like, well, which one of these plays Netflix? Well, they both should do. I get a, oh, well, should which, I get a Roku right. for $99? Yeah, or they'll, they'll get- pick. I would pick a Roku for 99 bucks and make that my media device and still get a PS4 for all the games, even though I, I could do both on there. Like, like I don't, I'm not, I know it's only 100 bucks. you're still paying less than an Xbox. And people are like, well, the eye doesn't come with the PlayStation. I don't care. I'm yeah. like Tommy Lee Jones at the end of that tunnel. I don't care. I don't need that thing. I, if I do, then show me something cool, and then I'll pay fifty bucks for it. Fine. I, you're going to save me hundred bucks, which means I can get a game and a controller for that extra for that fifty or that hundred I lost, or right, I don't have right. to pay. Like there's just it's a very compelling argument for kids, parents, me. Uh, they've they've won this week. I guarantee you that that's big momentum and will carry them strong into the holidays. But yeah. we have short memories. And as things get closer, you're going to have a lot of rabid sort of, we're going to play Titanfall, man. And that's the only right, place right. I'm going to get it. And that's a, valued, that's, a va- that's, a, that's a valid argument. Or if you're a Halo nerd till the end of your day, guess what? You're probably not getting a PlayStation. If you can only get one console, you're going to get the one that plays Halo. And that's fine. I think that's great. This competition is smart. But it's really nice to see Sony flip, the, flip, the, you know, flip their, uh, right. their thing. And you have to admit, Brian, you're the most skeptical of the way Sony has done things in the past. Right, right. Their hardware exclusivity, their weird, like, proprietary stuff, all the things you and I hate about, like, Sony past. This seems like a turnaround. Do you not agree? It absolutely does. I've said in the past many times, Sony always puts their business model above their consumers. And they've done this for years and years and years. It's like, we don't care. We're locking you into our proprietary memory sticks. We don't give a crap what you want. This is what we're doing. And, you know, you can yell all you want. You can complain that there's only one stick on the, you know, on our game games. You know, you can right. whatever you complain what you want to. We don't care. Right. And uh, so, yeah, they, they've really they've really turned that around. They're going, OK, tell us what you want. Even Jack or, Trenton comes out. Even even him in his suit looking all mobster and everything like he always does. He's right. usually just so stiff and so. 
This is the year PlayStation. We'll bring to you <laughs> de brit de brit. But this time he's out laughing and smiling Welcome and to pointing. The new age. Right. Yeah, that, we're the, we're, everybody likes this. Everybody <laughs> likes this. Yay! Yeah, and when he sang that song, or he didn't sing it, but when he played that song, I thought, man, they licensed that just for this moment of we have we are a different Sony, and we have been proving right. that to you for the last couple of months. And when we came out on stage in February with nothing but developers and none of the executives or suits even came near that stage, that was a message to gamers. I just think it's really – it cannot be discounted how hard they are trying oh, to flip I that. I'm, I'm so glad. And to be – you know, I may not, may not buy a console game as soon as either one of these come out. But sometime next year, I will probably pick up the PlayStation before I pick up the Xbox. Right. Oh, it's done. Brian made his choice. Yeah. So there you go. PS4. Sure, yeah. PS4 for everyone. Uh, you get a PS4 and you get a PS4. All right, that's it. There was other <laughs> stuff. There was other stuff. Oculus Rift HD got shown off. I want one so bad right now I can spit. That's um, probably what I'll buy for Christmas. God, that's that's, that's so what I'll probably bad. get this year. Oh, my gosh. Do you think the consumer one, though, is still going to be the low-res one and we won't get the HD when one? When is that available? Uh, Sometime this fall, didn't right? it, Wasn't it, is fall? it fall? I think it's fall. Okay. I think so. That's a yeah. must-have. I have to do it. I Yeah, I think that would enhance what I've been doing more than... Any of the consoles. And Sony, <laughs> they haven't gone official with anything, but they're actually teasing that they may support that thing. That'd think, be awesome. Think about that for a second. Like, they're, Microsoft wants Zip, Zip to do with that. Right. Like there's no way they want someone, some other company's licensed thing to work with that. But Sony's like, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe we might. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, who knows? So, like, wait, it's a new Sony. It's a new day. We don't know. They're not going to retroactively build support for you, Nicole, but imagine that game. Imagine Fallout with that. Mm-hmm. Just imagine that. Living in that world? Oh, dude. Dude, dude. I'm never going to want to take it off. All right, let's do a contest real quick uh, and give something away. So FTL on Steam. We're going to give this to someone who won, right? Who won and why did they win, Brian? Are you giving this one away? Oh, they, they, no one has won yet. Uh, we, it was given to me um, through Steam as a gift to give away on the show. Oh, uh, great. It was given... Yeah, right. So we've just got to pick somebody who uh, who wants to You want to do it in the so chat room? You want chat room? Sure. And it, this is given by uh, Anthony or Hosimo mm. on uh, Steam. So he gave it to, to us. So play it because it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So let's do that. Uh, chat room, you guys want to win this? Who wants a copy of FTL? That's who wants FTL? one of my favorite games of last year. And I love that game. And if it's not on the iPad too, uh, soon, I'm going to kill somebody because that's where it belongs. Right, that thing needs to be on tablets, Android tablets, iPhone, all that stuff. If they don't get that soon, we're we're all screwed. All right, hang on a second. So I have to save my dude first. Okay, sorry. Don't you even think about closing that? Save my dude first. My daughter's stealing my, my Animal uh, Crossing. Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so let's give it away to. Uh, how about you? Want me to pick it? It doesn't matter. Me to pick it? No, you pick it. You pick. All right, here we go. I'm spinning my hand around the mouse, and I'm landing on uh, uh, KCMCG. You win this. Take so, word for it. Hold on one sec. KCMCG. That's what it is. Congratulations. Congratulations. You are the happy owner of FTL, yep. and I will get your Steam information. I will send it to you as soon as I can click on your scrolling name. Stop moving. <laughs> you scroll Stop up. moving. Nicole, got you got one too, right? Well, I... Uh, I have a couple. Okay, go for um, it. Steve uh, Thorgan, I think I just said his name right, uh, sent us a code for Puzzle Agent, oh, and I just root. got it. I love so, Puzzle Agent. That was a good game. So I'll randomly give it away in the chat room as well. 
So if you're uh, if you would like to play Puzzle Age, it's for the Mac or Windows. So either one. I have a copy for you. Uh, and while you're all saying yes in the chat room, I will yes, also yes, announce yes. our June Player of the Month uh, is Christopher. He uh, oh. is part of the Final Score community, <laughs> community page on Steam. Mm-hmm. He really wanted the Batman games. And guess what? They were oh. on sale. Whoa. 75% off. So That's I gave him both. Nice. Uh, Arkham City oh. and Arkham Asylum. Nice. Yes. You yes. Got- you guys looking forward to Arkham Origins a little bit? Maybe a little bit? A little bit. Demo for Brian. Demo. Demo's worth. Uh, congratulations, everybody. Up. You've all won. Got a quick and email. Oh, go ahead. There's more. Oh, you got to give away the thing. Yeah, yep. give that. And I know I'm going to butcher their name. Tundagasa. Yay! <laughs> congratulations! You're a you winner. Go. Good job, Tundagasa. man. Yeah, you are the big, you're the big wiener <laughs> of uh, the uh, which Puzzle one? Puzzle Agent. Puzzle Agent. There you go. Puzzle Agent, everybody. All right, quick email. Scott, Brian, and Nicole, says Todd and KC. That's uh, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky, yeah, I would say Kentucky Fried. Kentucky Chicken. Uh, Kansas City. Says today, or yesterday, rather, I was playing Zelda Skyward Sword alongside my five-year-old son when the helper NPC came up and announced, Master, the batteries on your Wii remote are nearly depleted. He turned mm. to me and asked, why does Zelda know about Wii remotes? I was so <laughs> proud of him for catching, uh, or catching on to this breaking of the fourth wall that we put it up uh, what that we all put up with our gaming experiences. Ah, oh, there you go. The audience right, will right. never accept if a Suki Suki Stackhouse suddenly started oh, saying, okay. "Yes, yeah, okay." Start. Oh, okay. Make sure you, <laughs> that's pretty good, Nicole. <laughs> make sure your DVR has enough space for the upcoming season of True Blood. Like looking yeah. at the camera and saying that we would never accept it. He's right. Yeah. Uh, keep up yeah. podcasting. You know what? This uh, Animal Crossing does this constantly. Don't forget yeah. to save your game, kind of stuff. So right, right. Totally get it. Uh, <laughs> Old school. Let's do old school. Real quick here. Rip it out. Uh, Hold on. Got to find my thing. I lost it. Okay, great. Here it is. We're kicking it old school. All right, time to kick it old school. Old video game. And this one we're talking about this week is Keystone Capers for the Atari 2600. Came out in 1983. You like this game, do you, Brian? No. This is one that uh, Mark suggested, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you were looking for... uh, Old school, yeah. Yeah, Mark, apparently, I had never heard of this either, and he uh, played it on the NES. It came with his NES or something like that. Mark, your husband, Mark. Yes, my, sorry. <laughs> my husband, Mark. Okay. No, my boyfriend, Mark. Yes, <laughs> Mark. My secret lover. Uh, Keystone Capers, I'd never even heard of it. So um, I assume it's uh, Keystone uh, Fish. No, no, no. Capers, like stealing Keystone stuff, right? Pops. Yes. Right. 1993 game published, hey. sorry, 83, published by Activision. Are you for sure the, it wasn't uh, the Atari? Because that's what I found it on. Yeah, Atari. Atari 2600. Yeah. Mm, Mark told yeah, me played it on the, he played it on the NES. Oh, well, let's see. Um, or no, maybe it was a ColecoVision. They made the Atari that 5200, ColecoVision, and MSX. So right. maybe ColecoVision. Yeah, it might have been. Inspired by Mac, Senate, Slapstick, Keystone Cop series of the silent films. Uh, this game, Officer Kelly and Harry are in a four-story apartment store. Each round, Kelly starts out on the uh, first floor entrance at the right lower corner of the screen uh, while Harry starts out at the second elevator door. When the 50-second clock uh, starts, Step Kelly will run to the left Harry. towards the elevators, blah, blah, blah. You get the point. Bunch of money. You get extra lives every 10,000 points. Uh, here's some and un- you're constantly running into the other guy. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's, a riot. it's a real hoot. Uh, <laughs> as with most early video games, there is no end to the game. Each level just gets harder and harder, adding more and more faster uh, stuff and better hazards and things like that until Kelly loses all of his lives. Here is a clip. Someone playing it online. Oh, jeez. 
Here we go. Oh, jump. Wow, this looks really repetitive. It, it, that's what he just told you. So, okay, so you run to the next floor. He's on floor two now. Oh, oh, oh okay. And not once does he run into somebody else. No, let's have him run into someone here. Oh, jeez, when he picks up the gold, it's like a horse fart. Oh, now he's up on the second floor. Now he's running the other way. Okay, so let's see if we can get some time. I'm going to skip ahead where it's real fast. So here's speed enough. Oh, oh. Okay. He's not speeding. Oh, my gosh. There's some scary stuff in this one. Oh, he died. And that was uneventful. Uh, you got to love Atari stuff. Well, I can't believe I did that to people's ears for the last 30 seconds. I'm sorry. I love it. Uh, so there it is. Caper. Keep, uh, Keystone Capers. Yep. Available now. In stores now. That's it. We're done. That's the show. Went a little long because we liked talking about E3 and uh, we knew it would be a little bit of that. But um, hope everybody had a good time. Yeah. Uh, you guys got anything fun planned, Nicole? You got anything cool going on this weekend? We're going to do a Ladies Elite where all three of the ladies, me included, will talk yeah. more in depth about Remember Me. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, all three of them. All three of you played it? Yeah. All yeah. right. Really excited to see all three of you at Nerdtacular yeah. twenty. We're going to record live, too, there. Yeah, I know. I heard. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Very, very cool. You can, people can see that happen live. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Brian, what about you? What's going yes, on? Yes. Uh, well, I'm doing a, all kinds of film sack crap this weekend. Oh, Girls with uh, Slingshots just, interview. I heard about this, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Danielle Corsetta. Love her. She's talked, awesome. She is a great interview. Just posted this yesterday. Um, Girls with Slingshots. She's great. She's great. Love her. She reminds me of a carrot. I don't know why. Interesting. Isn't that weird? Carrot, like a big vegetable. Right, I can see that. I don't know why. I don't know either. I really like her. Don't get me wrong. There's something about when I see her, I think of carrots, and I can't explain why. Right, right. Comics Coast to Coast. Check it out. Great interview. It's a good show. Yeah, good interview. Great show. Check it out. Uh, You guys can follow these guys on Twitter as well. I'm at Scott Johnson. Brian's at Mission Deep. Nicole is at Nicole Spag. That's short for Spagnolo, in case you were wondering. Uh, you can find us on the line, on the line, on the internet. Finalscoreshow.com is the website. You can email us, podcast at finalscoreshow.com. Uh, let's see what else. You can find us on Facebook at slash Final Score Show. And don't forget our Steam community page at steamcommunity.com slash group slash Final Score. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian and Nicole. We'll see you next time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. This is Casey with a music memory. Whenever I needed a few good punches to the shoulder from my little brother, I knew all I had to do was kill his third baseman whenever we played Base Wars together. See, in the future, we apparently get tired of paying millions of dollars to professional athletes and instead spend millions of dollars building robots to play professional sports instead. And then we let them duke it out on the base paths and just obliterate each other. Safe or out? Nope. Laser sword to the face.
is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.